Welcome to the Reformed Liturgical Institute, where we discuss all things relevant to the historic Reformed tradition in worship and also in liturgy. This first episode is some quotes from J.W. Alexander, uh, pastor and professor at Princeton Seminary on the topic of the Psalms and uh, why they continue to be relevant for the church's worship and in our own personal lives as they have um, wisdom for us in whatever situation we might find ourselves in. In the hymn of the Eucharist, a sermon delivered before the observance of the Lord's Supper, the renowned pastor and theologian J.W. Alexander, 1804-1859, expounded on the significance of Jesus singing a hymn with his disciples after their celebration of the Passover, and before his arrest, trial, and crucifixion, Matthew 26:30, Alexander extols the powerful spirituality of the Psalms, and exhorts his hearers to follow the example of Jesus wholeheartedly, who sang in a moment of deep, personal pain and suffering. Greater than to this day the Psalter stands as the great treasury of praise and prayer, the authentic liturgy of the Church, which can never grow obsolete, which presents every varying mood of holy experience, and by its divine flexibility and expansion is equally suited to every revolving period of the body of Christ, 93. Greater than but the Psalms are not all rapturous. The chords are sometimes touched to the softest notes of penitence and sorrow. And hence in their wonderful modulations from confession to praise, they suit themselves to all conditions of believers and the Church, 94. Greater than there can be conceived no mode of singing God's praise, more simple, brave, impressive and truly Protestant, than the chanting of the very words of Scripture by all the voices of a congregation, 94. Greater than there is a principle involved in psalmody which extends widely in religion, it is that our emotions are increased by due utterance, 103. Greater than let it be placed high among maxims for the improvement of piety, that our religious affections must have utterance, 104. Greater than it is only when the death of Christ becomes a secondary matter, and his divinity is denied, that Socinian criticism begins to amend the hymn book, as in some European churches, and weaken or remove all expressions of love to a divine and dying Savior, 106. Greater than what a rebuke to those, who look on this part of worship as secondary, as a mere appendage, which they may observe or omit at pleasure, or as something which they are only to witness, without any attempt at participation. For a service which is named the Communion, nothing can be more appropriate than fellowship praise, 107 to 108. Greater than, W.E. never shall know the joys of the sanctuary, until there be poured out upon us a new baptism in regard to fellowship of adoration, love and praise. We talk of our need of revival in many things and justly but what we greatly need is a revival of the spirit of worship, 110. Greater than then shall the world without see and know that God is with us of a truth, and recognize that there is happiness in glorifying the name of God, 111. Greater than amidst much that is obscure in the Apocalypse, one thing is as clear as day, that in the heavenly state there shall be lofty, joyous and perpetual praise of Christ, 112. Greater than. Greater than dash the hymn of the Eucharist in J.W. Alexander, Sacramental Discourses, 1860. For more on J.W. Alexander, see the helpful biography at Banner of Truth. Want to learn more about psalms and psalm singing? Pastor Ori Brito has a bunch of great resources at Resurrectio at Vida.